Hello and welcome. You are listening to Live in La Viva Voce. My name is Adam. My name is Meg. And this week we are talking about... W. Westminster. Yes, or Westminster. No. Yes. Uh, we are changing it up for the last four episodes of the season, listeners. Uh, instead of getting drunk, since we are in New York, we will be partaking in other fun ways to get inebriated. Such Indeed. as uh, line the, dancing. The, yeah. Um MJ line dancing. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, since you started, backy. since you started things off this week, um, why don't you start some banter? Okay. Um, yeah. So um, let me tell you a joke. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> I'm so, I'm too high to. Aww. I'm sorry. I'm too. I'm too high. I don't remember my name. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to hear your like next presentation. Like, if we get this high again, this is honestly this is um this would be the perfect medium through which to enjoy my next presentation. Yes. All right. Anyways, uh, with that, I guess we shall dive in. Don't look at my notes. So, I listeners, listeners, notes. basically, um. I always write my notes down and then Adam always has his either written on his phone or on his laptop. And so it's easier for him to spy because the words have to be close to my face. Also for dinner, we had um, pizza. What did you think of the pizza? We did. What did you think? The pizza? Yeah. What did I think? What do you think of the pizza? (laughs) (laughs) Also, stop mumbling. I was I was just messing with you. I just messing with you. Uh, the peach was absolutely delicious. Um, I really like the sweet corn on it. The sweet corn added a lot of flavour. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Although I probably shouldn't have said that on here because half our listeners are Italian and they're probably they're probably like roll, oh they're probably like gosh. wow they've disgusting they have thrown their yo know, like they've thrown their their smart speaker they've thrown their phone they've thrown whatever they're listening to this on <laughs> out the window. Mamma mia. Anyway, without further ado, do you want to do you want to kick off your talk on Westminster? Yes. <sighs> Westminster. <laughs> so my talk this week is called Barking Up the Right. <laughs> my talk this week is called Barking Up the Right Tree. The Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show! Hold on, can you have done this literally anywhere in the world? I'm sure that everywhere in the world has a dog club. I'm sure you could find, like, the Ontario Kennel Club. First of all, I'm about to share with you why the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show is one of a kind. Also... My talk didn't have to do with a dog show. My talk had to do with Westminster. So when I looked up Westminster, right, and I wanted to be a little, one, a little spontaneous and a little fun, and two, I think apt to New York, since, you know, we're still we're still relatively new here, I wanted to do something relevant. I, I wasn't 
calling you like I wasn't questioning your capabilities. I was merely providing a a, a vociferous. What were you providing? I was providing a vociferous PhD questioning. I was, you know, this is your you know this I is your of, Viva Vote show. You know what I think of when I hear the word vociferous? I think of like a delicious kale salad. I I think of the brassica too. I think of broccoli. Yeah, don't you vociferous? Yeah. Oh, like. Because yeah. it's like coniferous. Yeah, it is like coniferous. Anyway, I think we're getting off track. Yes. So you want to talk about the Westminster Kennel Club? Yes. All right. So first off, this is some um, big alerts, updates on the Kennel Club dog show. So as you can probably tell, it was held in actually in New York City um, at the Westminster Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Manhattan. Um, and it was, is this is this where the movie Hotel for Dogs emerged from? I don't think so. Oh. What could you imagine? <laughs> uh, no. So it was actually held in Manhattan from 1877 to 2020 and was actually moved to Linters uh, in kind of uh, just past just past Yonkers, basically. Um, and it was held outdoors because of the pandemic. Okay. There you go. All right. Interesting. So I just wanted to share that first of all. Okay. Because I, you know, there's yeah. another reason why um, this this topic might be very of our time, as it were. Yeah. Okay. So so I see how you're linking this back to current affairs. Yes. Okay. So the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show (WKCDS) for short uh, is a confirmation show or a breed show. Okay, and it means that dogs are evaluated on how they conform to their breed. Right. So, for instance, like if you bring a husky or you bring a pug, it's just like, well, how do they compare it to like the ideal husky or the ideal pup? Okay. Mm. Um, so uh, the dog show is actually a benched show. Do you know what that means? Uh, is this where they just stand on the bench and they inspect them? Oh, well, so all dog shows have an element of that, but oh. a bench show basically means that the dogs have to stay benched for the entire like day or the entire time, as opposed to being brought uh, during their specific events. Does that make sense? Right. Oh. So it's to test like a dog's obedience, like basically throughout the whole day. Wow. Whatever so, they're there. So the dogs have to just sit there all day? Yeah. Still? Well, on their bench, I guess, yeah. Okay, I want to read you this description from their website because the ending is hilarious, okay? okay? So they define what is a bench show. Dogs are required to be on display in their assigned locations, show benches, during the entire show, except for uh, when in the ring, uh, when groomed for showtime, or taken outside for elimination (laughs) (laughs) that makes it sound like they're about to be executed okay so obviously only the purest dogs survive only the purest okay obviously what they mean by that is like you know if they're not making it to the next round or whatever it is then they just get to go home or whatever yeah sure sure but like taken outside for elimination isn't that grim 
It's the way it's the way they've elected to say taken outside. Yeah, like I not, gotta take them outside the shed. Take take them out back to the shed. Or not, or once they're eliminated. Yeah, yeah. Once they're eliminated. <laughs> so I still don't use, know what they mean. It could use it could use less words and and be much more clear on what it means. I know. Taken outside for elimination is very executorial. It is. It's very menacing. I, I you know that's how they get their Perina dog chow. It's just dog on dog on dog on dog. And it's a yeah, doggy dog world, doggy dog world. If you work for Purina, we'd just like to say that yeah, you know, Purina's a delicious food. Yeah. I I had it myself for a couple of years. It's why his gums are so pink and his yeah. teeth are so shiny. It, it, you know, it gave him a good coat, a, shiny, <laughs> <laughs> a smooth and shiny coat, a rich coat. And if you want to sponsor us for more... Oh for, please, for us to provide Farina. more insights Farina, on this please. on this show, should we just do advertisements for like <laughs> Casper or Honey or DoorDash, like really common podcast ads, but without prompt? <laughs> That's our job. We'll we'll do them proactively. We'll do them in advance, so and then we'll be like, oh, just post date the checks. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> DoorDash. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Casper, if you're listening. Uh, oh my uh, god. Or uh, or what else? Hello, Fresh. <laughs> do you do you like do you like do you like pasta that's literally just been handmade and delivered to your door? Do you do you like to leave it in a in a mailroom locker for four weeks until the entire building stinks of rotting pasta flesh? Oh, oh my god. god. Okay. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Oh my lord. Okay, anyways. Anyways, anyways, uh, anyways. Okay. I digress. So the first uh Westminster kennel club dog show uh was actually held on may 8th 1877 um and did you know that it's only second to the kentucky derby in terms of continuously held uh sporting events in the u.s wow there you go um and and actually both of them were held during and through the great depression the two world wars as well as the covid19 pandemic in fairness like the, the the both the Kentucky Derby and the Kennel Club are located on like the east coast of the US. Yeah, no, the most sure. defensible coast of the US. Yeah. Like I can't imagine that, that you know, somewhere like Kentucky was feeling the squeeze of, of World War okay, One of on. World War One and World War Two. Yeah, but Kentucky did feel the squeeze for the Great Depression. Yeah, and I didn't dispute that, did I? That was impressive. I wasn't arguing about the Great Depression. I was arguing about World War One and World and War Two. Certainly II. the pandemic. Yeah, obviously, certainly not the pandemic. Right. And did you do you know why it was originally held, or like who were the people that um, started it? That started the Kentucky Derby. No, the Kennel Club, <laughs> the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Um. Oh, well, I no, because see, I think you've given me a hint here, right? Because you said that the Kentucky Derby is is the longest running continuous event, and the Kennel Club is the second longest. So that gives me an idea of what year around around those people that founded it lived. I literally gave you the date. It's eighteen seventy seven. Thomas Edison. Okay. 
Originally, <laughs> it was founded by hunters. I was looking for like ocu- I was looking for role. I wasn't looking for a specific person. Oh, I thought you were talking about like oh. someone. So I recognize. I was just about to say like Nikola Tesla. And okay, you were anyway, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then after the dogs were used, they were ground up and made into one of his what, coils. What you didn't realize is that Nikola Tesla was like the like earliest of kennel club owners. Yes. Okay, well, no. It was originally um, started by hunters who actually met at the Westminster Hotel mm. um, uh, at Irving and 16th Street. And they had a kennel cup competition and the prizes were like hunting equipment and stuff like that. Okay, right? okay. Um, and they only uh, featured setters and pointers, like those dog breeds. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense. They're like hunting dogs, right? So yep. it makes sense. Okay. And um, the dogs were evaluated on, quote, ideal specimen. Um, so theoretically, uh, how well they were able to perform um jobs right? right like the like how well like mm-hmm. oh you know a setter is supposed to do this as the breed right so how well does this dog conform to like appearance and tasks and sure, stuff like that sure. right uh today uh there are seven groups of dogs or breed like not sure, breed, sure. But groups of dogs featured in in, in the westminster kennel sure. dog show so there's sporting hound uh working terrier toy non-sporting and herding Okay. Okay. Uh, and then each group has a group winner, and then mm-hmm. those seven group winners advance to what is called best in show, sure. the ultimate dog. Sure. Okay. Um, let's see. And then since 1934, actually, um, there's been a junior showmanship section okay. where handlers nine to 18 years old. Uh, are able to kind of, you know, bring in their dogs and train mm-hmm. and like, you know, show off whatever needs to be show off, right? Uh, and then finalists actually receive post-secondary scholarships. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The, the trainers, not the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how Baxter the Hound became the first dean of NYU. Baxter, you have lived to 18. You may now go to college. <laughs> Baxter <laughs> tragically died at 19. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's why they give scholarships because dogs. When, when do dogs live up to like 18 to 22? You know? So it's like, oh, we'll give you a scholarship if you bake that long. You know? They're hedging their bets. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, okay. I find this so freaking adorable. Okay. So the dog who wins best in show, right? The, the top dog, as it were. Yep. Um, actually goes on tours, talk shows. Uh, the dog always... Vi- well, actually, I'm not sure if it's the dog or the trainer. Presumably the dog. Well, presumably the dog and the trainer. Presumably the dog and the trainer. Presumably the dog belongs to the trainer. Um, the, the winners also visit the observation deck at the Empire State Building. Uh, and they actually ring the opening bell for the New York Stock Exchange. What? <laughs> What a, what yes. a, what a tribute to capitalism in its imagine, purest could form. You imagine, could you imagine a little pug? Isn't that so cute? I mean, I can't imagine the dog itself like rings the bell. No, I can't imagine it actually. What if if it's if it's like a Saint Bernard or something? The owner has to like boost its ass up or whatever, <laughs> and it's so heavy. Maybe they put like a little bell on its collar. Oh. 
Yeah, and it has to like it has to like run around the little ticker tape machines on the oh. stock exchange and like jump and stuff like a proper little like yeah, show pen. Little show pen. Oh my god, that's adorable. Okay. And that's how that's how they signal the start of the of the New York Stock Trading Day. Yeah, and that's the little dogs running. That's the bell. But what you don't game. realize is actually that it's not one day. The dog has to do that every day three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> exactly, days Exactly until the, year. the next one is crowned. Exactly. <laughs> By the end of it, like. <laughs> you know freaking like a rover or whatever is like euthanize kill me you just imagine like the, i'm a pug <laughs> my body's not built for anything <laughs> just imagine the, the stress that the dog during the 2008 financial oh, crisis fell yeah just every every day there's traders on the floor like Does that fucking dog just run <laughs> okay so speaking of winners um there's actually no prohibition against winning dogs competing again and winning again right mm. um and uh, the dog warren remedy was actually uh the uh dog to have won the most times consecutively mm. which was only three actually okay. not, not a lot and since 1972 there's actually been no repeat uh winners wow interesting there you are okay I want to talk about the winning breeds, the best in show breeds. To have the won. best, best in show the breeds. The best, best in show. Okay. So two of the most popular breeds uh, of dogs in the US, can you guess what they are? You probably can actually. Um, Labrador? Yes. Labrador Retriever. Uh, possibly Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever. Exactly. Yeah, Was that it? Yeah, you got them right. Oh, snap. Yeah. And I got them in one hair. You did. And you got them in the right order. But uh, the... Uh, <laughs> Yes! I'm, I am on this. You're I think not ready. The reason, I think the reason it's not a hard it's not a hard guess though, right? You would agree. Like you know, the, the, those are the ones that kind of. I was gonna go mind. terrier. Yeah, that's. I was true. gonna go terrier. But like you would say that labs and golden retrievers, they, they are probably the dogs Americans like, kind of associate with the most like friendly like kind of family oriented pet. Right? I got like Dalmatian. Mm, that's true. Or, or what was Snoopy? Uh, the little beagle. Yeah, beagle. Yeah, well, whatever. It's a lab and a golden retriever, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, actually, neither of those breeds have ever won best in show. Wow. Yeah, there you go. That's because they're the common people's they're dog. They're the dogs. Uh, they're they're, they're run-of-the-mill, wretched of the earth A Labrador, dogs. a golden retriever, never uh, sits still for four hours for a dog show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the highest uh, number of... Don't look. The highest number of, like, wins... For, for a group uh, was 46 times and that belongs to Terrier actually okay so I, yeah. w I, I would, have, would have guessed the um, the correct like cleverest dog then yeah and then the lowest was herding uh, herding dogs mm. uh, which so, is like a sheepdog yeah like uh, bo uh, border collie bearded collie stuff exactly like that, yeah. um, and that was three times okay uh, and then dogs of all breeds can compete um, and actually mutts can also compete but only in the agility competition interesting so they cannot compete in like best of like any of like the sure. group categories but a lot of these group categories really favor things that are like like yeah, but, it's like well no but even so. more than that like like utility right because you have a sheepdog category right yeah well no dog that hasn't been bred to herd sheep is a sheepdog exactly right well they look at not only like you know agility like the different like function yeah. right but then they also look at color eye shape and then tail carriage mm. as well and like sure. coat or whatever the hell sure. uh 
And actually, one of my favorite things is watching videos from like the Kennel Club Dog Show and like sure. watch the way the ju- the judges evaluate them. Sure. Where the judges kind of like points at a dog, and then like the moment he points at it, the little dog has to run, and then like has to run, and then and then he has to evaluate it, and then he points at another dog, and another dog, and another dog, and at the end they choose. The best dog. <laughs> you just came forward like Darth Vader, like telling bring Luke. Bring me. Bring me. You, you bring like, me the they choose the best dog. Okay. So the highest ranking mutt actually gets an award too, which is called mm. the All American Dog. The All American. Because it's made of dogs from America. All sorts. Hopefully. Like a hot dog. Um, as you can imagine, the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show has been met with a. Uh, a bit of controversy, uh, namely from, do-do-do-do, of course it's PETA. Yeah. <laughs> has to be PETA, are you kidding the, the me? The buzzkills. Uh, so PETA basically, I think accuses them of all the right things, right? Which is like, Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty open and shut case, yeah, right? Yeah, it's if like, oh, you're breeding like a lot of these, well, first of all, a lot of purebreds have like a lot of, you know, yeah. genetic kind of but, I mean, yeah, issues. If, and if, then also like, if you can't get the ideal dog, the rest of the purebreds are all sent to like mills and. Sorry, like, can we just you know, appreciate? So on so one, They're super unhealthy. Blah, blah blah blah. The bench part of the competition is the bit that, that <laughs> does it for me. I'm dog so. Stand a there. dog is not designed to stand like completely still for hours. I know it's crazy. Some, it's like it's like how humans go to concerts have to stand like yeah. like sardines for three hours, know, four hours. It's crazy. Um, and also, like, depending on whether or not uh, that specific group evaluation takes place immediately after, immediately before, like, best in show, mm-hmm. some of dogs actually have a disadvantage, right? Because sure. the little dogs might have to be super excited and yeah. exercised, yeah. and then they have to go that right into the next category, yeah, sure. right? Which, sure. you know, oh, well. Um, okay, I want to conclude this stupid, stupid talk by talking about the 2021 winners as well as some of the best names sure. in the dog show. Because like the Kentucky Derby, I I bet you can imagine. There's some good names there's in some, there. There's some good ass names, okay? Okay, so the 2021 winners for the hound category was a little hound called Vervin. So oh. cute. Okay, for non-sporting, it was a pug named Matthew, but with one T. Matthew. Matthew. For toy and best in show, mm-hmm. okay? A floofy Pekingese named Wasabi. Mm. <laughs> it was so cute. Okay. For herding, a sheepdog named Connor with one N. <laughs> wow. Uh, for sporting. None of these dogs getting them, them double letters today, are they? Mm-hmm. For sporting. Too much to put on a collar. A little dog named Jade. Sure. Uh, for working, a dog named Striker. And then for Terrier, a little dog named Boy. Ah. And he was very, very cute. He's like a Boy little, with two O's. He's like a white little Scottish Terrier. <laughs> no, but it was a cute little white Scottish little dog. And he's so well behaved. Cute. They were all very well behaved. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were. <laughs> that's, why, that's why Peter's a bit worried about it. <laughs> why are these dogs? I mean, they were basically just like little couches, all of them. Yeah. Just kind of did their little thing. Yep. And then like, how do you think, how do you think, like, okay, how do you think it is to like train these dogs and shit like that? I should imagine it involves a lot of cruelty and a very strong will. Yeah, right. 
Right. Some of these dogs have better broken. Like, I bet bourbon isn't the original bourbon. Well, I bet that's bourbon too. Well, no, but no, but like it is true, right? Like I think you have to like mentally break these dogs. Yeah. Because some of these tasks that you're describing just aren't doable by a dog that is like of a certain constitution, of a, of a certain natural state. I exactly. guess. Yeah, a certain, yeah. certain natural countenance, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, and then some of the best names. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. This white bull terrier from 1918 was named Haymarket Faultless. Okay. Okay, an American Cocker Spaniel, 1921, was named Mudkip Seductive. <laughs> Mudkip Seductive. Mudkip Seductive. Oh. Okay. An English Pointer, 1925, was named Governor Moscow. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. A, a little dog from 1934 was named Flornell Spicy Bit of Holliston. <laughs> okay. A boxer from 1947 was named Warlord of Mazelaine. <laughs> okay. Okay. A uh, pug from 1981 was named Dandy's Favorite Woodchuck. Wow. And finally, a papillon from 1999 was named Latecky Supernatural Being. Weird. Indeed. Okay, so now I'm about to wrap up my talk on the America, the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Arr, arr. <laughs> Howl for me. <laughs> Well, obviously, it is a great American tradition, right? One that mm -hmm. has not stopped. Rain, shine, sleet, snow, depression, war, pandemic. The dogs go... The, That's the gentry the for you. The dogs are let out. The dogs are let out and the race continues. Love it. Love um, it. And obviously, they do have their controversies. And, you know, us being both vegetarian, you know, me for more ethical reasons, it is hard to ignore. And it's hard to, like, support. Guys, don't get pure breed dogs. Please don't get pure bred dogs. Like, just always adopt. Adopt, don't shop. And, like you know like get get like genetically like you know mixed like you know like like healthy dogs don't get a freaking pug because it's like faces like and, and every part of its body is like broken yep like no seriously but these dogs like oh my god some of these dogs man like wow this is become an improv set all of a sudden some of these dogs are so like they're just they're just not meant they're not meant to exist anymore <laughs> <laughs> they've been bred to just pure like anarchy please <laughs> and that concludes my talk wow um a lot to unpack there um i guess i'm gonna have to award you a degree now i, I mean you don't have to this could be this could be the i could fail I'm sorry. You you've submitted wor worse twaddle than this. I'm not gonna lie. So I don't. I think if I failed you on this, we'd have to go back and we'd review. We'd have to go and we'd have to review the transcript. I think. Mm. Um, no, I'm going to award you a New York University. No, a 
new New York New University degree from from Coney Island uh, from, from Coney, Coney Island, Island University <laughs> from from the Coney Island University group. Wow! And their Limited. mascot and their mascot is like the Nathan's hot dog. Yes. Yeah. Um, in canine uh, husbandry studies if you had a dog what kind of dog would you have a labradoodle oh oh sorry Adam, you wait did you say have or had no as in if you had like if you would have another dog what kind of dog would you get oh um a saint bernard or a tibetan mastiff big boys or newfoundland big boys big yeah. floofy boys yeah our whole house would be covered in hair. Yeah. It would be just covered in That's hair. what the blankets for out there at the moment is to, to train you. Tra me? Train you? Anyway. <laughs> if I had a dog, I would either have a husky or... Although that is... That's all... That's maybe more hairy. Yeah. Or... Imagine the grooming boo. You have to take it to the groomers every I three freaking days. Some kind of medium-sized dog. A lab or a golden retriever. Like, they're so freaking cute. Just a medium Or an Australian size. shepherd. I'll just have a dog in oh. medium, please. Oh, so cute. But of course, you know, we should adopt. We'd get whatever, you know. Like, we'd find something. Yeah, that's a, that undermined your last point where you literally went off on a rant for a minute. I know. I'm like, you know, like, whatever, whatever. You know, we, we won't complain. Anyway... With shall that. we shall we wrap up there? <laughs> yes. Well, let me give you your next word, and then I'll end things off. Let's do it. Okay. So your next word, W X. Yes. Will be. Xanadu. Xanadu. That is spelled X A N A D U. Xanadu. That confused me because I thought it was Z. I yeah, I was yeah. like, hold on, you're doing X in the alphabet, but you just said a Z word. Nope. But then I realised, oh wait, X can be pronounced like Z as well. Yes, like Xavier. Anyway, you have been listening to Live in the Viva Voce. Mm -hmm. If you enjoyed what you heard, uh, check our sister podcast out uh love island love you voce for uh weekly recaps on love island uk series seven so we did finish that for this year yeah. so you can enjoy so all eight episodes it. we won't promote mm -hmm. it again next week so That's this is it true. this is your, this last, is your chance, last chance okay? and then you will forget about exactly. it exactly and we may too no we may too okay. until love island starts again <laughs> exactly. and we record the first episode a week later yes okay so um, check us out on our social media pages, Twitter, um, at Live in Viva, L-I-V-I-N, uh, V-I-V-A, or our Facebook page, Live in La Viva Voce. Uh, and most importantly, mm -hmm. don't forget to subscribe. Yep, or so hit the pass it along to your friends. Hit, hit the subscribe mm -hmm. button on your, on your favorite podcast service, whether that's you know, uh, Google Podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whether it's Spotify, you know, every smash of that subscribe button helps us yes. out. It, you know, it lets people it lets you know big podcasts know that that yeah. we're, we're making we're content that you like yep uh let's wrap it up anyway i've been adam i've been meg bye-bye bye-bye